0: Hesvavah Madaleth, about two, four, six lines down at the new Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, ben End quote. That's what a person says. Behold, I'm going to be a Nazir when I have a son. I guess it could be whatever the situation. Maybe his wife is pregnant. He's going to have a son soon. And a Nazir for a hundred days. That's what he says. Okay. Um. Hmm. So he starts counting his hundred-day nazirus because he hasn't had a son yet. Noilad loy ben. If during that time period he has a son born to him on, let's say, day forty or fifty or sixty of his nazirus, ad shivim up until day seventy, loy hifsid klum. He has not lost anything, which basically means that he will be having two concurrent. Naziris is, let's say, I don't know, on day 50 of his 100-day Naziris, he gives birth, his wife gives birth to a son. So he continues counting day 51, 52, 53, but also starts counting a 30-day Naziris for his uh, uh, newly born son. And then when he concludes the 30-day Naziris, he's still counting the rest of his 100 days. And then at the end of a total of 100 days, he will bring the closing korbanos for both of those Nazirios. If, however, um, his son is born after he's already gotten to uh, past 70 days, like day 71, we'll say, or 72 or 73, then it's a very difficult uh, reading. Now, it sounds like he is all 70 that he had counted uh, up until now. I'm going to say Siser Bishivim. He's Siser, let's say he counts at 75 or 80. He's Siser, so to speak, like at day 70. Meaning, after he finishes the nazirus for his uh, son, he'll have to go back and count another thirty. Days, even though, if you add the 30 with however many he's kept up till now, he would be like maybe 500 10 120 total, but he's because the haircut that he will be taking um, after the Nazirus for his son, that closing Nazirus, he then will have to have at least another 30 days till his next Nazirus haircut. Because we do not look at hair growth uh, of less than 30 days as being significant, and when the hair is taken off at the conclusion of a nazirus, it has to be at least 30 days of hair growth. That's the Mishnah. Amar Rav, I circled Rav's name, and I dot underline the next five words. Let's say you have the fellow in the Mishnah. He said he's going to be a when he has his son. And another for 100 days. He starts counting his another for 100 days and he gets to day 70. And on day 70, at I don't know, around 2 in the afternoon, his wife gives birth. Okay, so he has a count that he started for his 100 day Nazirus of day one, two, up until day 69, day 70. And he kept the first part of day 70 towards that 100 day Nazirus. Then his son was born. And we'll say if Yom Shivim, Eil can count a little bit from this one and a little bit from that one. In other words, the remainder of day 70 will count as the beginning of his Nazirus. And then he counts how many days he have to do for his son? 30. So he counts another 29 days, which gets him to day 99 of his greater count. And that would actually, day 99 is day 30 of his, uh, that he's keeping the zeros for his son. Now, the um Nath-Gamina at this point is that day 70 counts both. He's actually able to have his... Um, Corbanos and his haircut on day 100. Now normally if he was just keeping 108 Naziris he'd have to wait to day 101 but since that day 70 counted for two different things and for his sons Naziris which he concluded on day 99 so day 100 he is able to uh, bring his closing corbanos because day 100 is actually day 31 for his son which is when it's supposed to be brought. That is what Rav said. Tanan. We put a triangle on the Tanan and five lines later um, first word on the line is Shivim and then the word right after that is Tashmah. We put another triangle on that Tashmah. A couple of uh, Tanaic sources uh, to question what Rav had said. Uh, here's the first. It's uh, our Mishnah. Actually the second one is also going to be a quote from our Mishnah. So here's a uh, one line quote from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said in our Mishnah's case, Noilad Lai Ad Shivim if he has a son born up until the 70th, lo'i hifsid klum. He hasn't lost anything. That's a quote from the Mishnah connector. If you want to say like Rav had just told us a couple lines ago that ola Khan u'le khan, that, oh no, uh, day 70, can count for day 70 of his nazir's khan, and also day one of the count of the nazir's that he's having for his son, is guri miskar like we just explained, he would actually gain something. In other words, he'd be able to bring his concluding nazirus Kroponis on day 100, because that'll be day 31 of the count of his nazirus, and not have to wait till day 101. Ella Deloy deloi really the truth is that the Mishnah should not have taught, here's uh, two words in right angles, ad shivim, it shouldn't have taught that up until 70 he's not going to lose anything, why did it teach that? Umishum katani seifa, from the fact that the later case in the Mishnah taught, here's four words in right angles, achar shivim, after 70, soyser shivim, he stops counting at 70, that's why the resh takatani Katani as shivim lo'i hivsid. In other words, to kind of keep some sort of uh, symmetry between the resh and the seifa in the Mishnah. Okay, but lavdavka, that if it's on day 70, he's loy uh, Hifsid, he would actually gain. Tashma. we try again. Mi Seifa. Let's see the later part of the above Mishnah. Now, the later part of the above Mishnah said, uh, here's right angles for five words, quote from the Mishnah, Noilad achar Shivim. If his uh, kid was born after uh, day 70, which sounds like maybe even like on day 71, seiser Shivim. He's seiser at 70. In other words, he... Loses. So, sort of sounds like some sort of loss. It sounds like that if you're after 70, which sounds like on, say, day 71, uh, he has a uh, child. Now, why did he lose anything? According to Rav, again, this is a question on Rav, who had said that whatever day the kid is born can count for both the Uh, greater Naziris count and also the kid's Naziris count, then actually he's not losing anything because he would anyway have to wait to day 101 to bring his korbanos. And now that his son was born on day 71, so day 71 is day one, and he's already able to bring his korbanos still on day 101. That's the question. Answers the Gemara. My acher, that word in right angles, when the Misha says if the child is born after um uh seventy that means acher acher not immediately after day seventy one but day seventy two or further okay but then what would we say Aval mamish if the kid was born after day seventy right away meaning like on day seventy one my then what would we say question mark comma hacha de then there would be no loss well e hachi if that's the case my then why did the Mishnah have to teach, here's a six-word quote from the Mishnah, No that if the baby is born up until day 70, which sounds like day 70, and only up until day 70, that's when there's no loss. In other words, no additional days he has to count for Naziruz. The truth is, that's not true. In other words, even on day 71, if the kid is born then, because Haam you just said, Ella, Rather, we're going to have to say that as great as Rav is, and Rav is a first generation of Mara who often argues with Mishnayis, but this Mishnah is not like Rav. When it uses that word in the Mishnah, it equals Mamish. It means any day after 70, meaning day 71 and further, is going to be some sort of additional having to keep days of Naziru's. Masni the Rav, and so too the Mishnah would not be like Rav, Shmamina, that indeed it's, we'd say, impossible to fit Rav into the understanding of our Mishnah. Okay, now Rav again is a first generation Amirah. He does at times um, state his own opinion against the Tana, but let's see if there actually is a Tana out there that we can say Rav was Saimech An. The Rav. Now, asked the Gemara, "Kiman Amlish say? Like within which other Tana, if there is one, could Rav be basing his opinion on that day seventy counts for this and for that? In other words, one day can count for two different type of counts." Okay. Well, Elay squiggle and I need lema, and I put a Roman numeral one in the margin, and on Amud base two, four, six, eight lines down. First word of line is Ella. I squiggle underline that. Ellen put a Roman numeral two. We're going to have a, a few attempts to see, is there a ton out there that we can say that Rav is being Seimechan when he says, for that matter, any day can count for two different sort of counts, even though it's all within one day. Well, if you want to say that Rav is going like Abba Shaul, and this uh, attempt really takes us all the way down to the second approach, so... If you want to say he's going like Abba Shol Desanya, like we have the following brysa. Now, this quote of a brysa goes until the fourth line on Ahmed Bey's. It's a Tuneik source from Maseches Moed Katan. We know that in general, if a person has one of the close relatives who passes away, there are a number of mourning periods. There's up until the, uh, um, the deceased is buried. There's the first seven days. There's the first month. There's the first uh, year for um, maybe a parent. Hakoyver Esmeisayim. So if you have a uh, person who um, buried a close relative, in other words, close relative passed away, if it happened, three days before, let's say, the holiday of uh, Pesach or Sukkot starts, then even though normally you'd have to keep seven days, once he's already done three days, but shiva, he no longer, obviously on the holiday itself, he's not, keeping the practices of morning Shiva, and he doesn't have to make it up afterwards. In other words, three days is enough. Kama. let's say a close relative passed away, and the surviving relatives had Shmoina yamim kaidim Laregal. They counted a full seven plus an additional day, which would mean already into their Shloishim, and then um, the of hit. So, Bat Lemenuk Zera Shloishim that whole concept of whatever restrictions would be uh, upon a mourner for the first 30 days actually is nullified. And right after the holiday, it's as though Shleshim is finished. And uh, one of the greatest ways of showing this is um, a mourner uh, does not get a uh, haircut. It's not supposed to get a haircut. However, the Chavod yomtev it's proper to get a haircut. Now, this fellow who um, his close relative died eight days ago, and now the Yamta is about to start, Erev It's permissible for him to get a haircut, Erev Yamta, even though normally he wouldn't be getting a haircut, all else being equal. However, if he shows by his actions and does not go and get a haircut, V'im Erev Haregel, if he didn't do that, lasaper acher haregel. It would be actually forbidden for him to get a haircut right after the regeling and have to wait the normal amount of time, let's say the whole 30 days. Basically, the only reason that we're being mevat the shloishim is because of kavod tov which is coming up, And by him not getting a haircut out of Yom Tav, he basically shows that he doesn't care about the kavod tov and therefore he has to keep a, a full 30 days, meaning additional time after the tov finishes. That was all the Tanakama. Abba Shaul, who we boxed, and this is the Tana, apparently, that we're going to try to say Rav is going light. Abashah loymer, afilu loisiper koidim Haregel. even if this fellow, he had his um, uh, close relative passed away before the regel, uh, eight days went by, and he did not get a haircut before Yomtiv, much less already right away after the yomtiv he's allowed to get a haircut. Why? Shekeshem shemitzvah shleisha. Mivateles gzeras Shiva, just like the three days kept towards the Shiva, is Mivatel the whole Shiva, no matter what he does or doesn't do. Kach Mitzvah Shiva, and I dot underline the term Mitzvah Shiva, is Mivateles gzeras Shleshim. You keep the seven days, so too it's Mivatel the 30 days. Okay. Um, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, Mitzvah's Shiva. He's only kept seven days. He hasn't even started into from day eight to day thirty, which is his thirty day period. So uh, now the Gemara uh, clarifies, and we're still within this long point um, of trying to be Ma'ikim Rav like Abba Shol. My Taima de Abba Shol. What's the reasoning of Abba Shal? Like we understand why if he keeps three days, it's Mivatal the shiva, because he already kept three days, however, the keeping seven days, why should that be about to the Shloshim? It hasn't even started like day eight, hmm, so what's the reason, now back in the Gemara, my time at Abashal, love me shum, is not because the kasavra, it must be Abashal holds that even though it was only seven days before the regal, the shvi'i, we'll say the first part of the seventh day counted as the end of the seven day period which actually halachas kind of sort of indicate that, and the second part of the seven days is actually the beginning of the shloishim period, of the additional 23 days that he will keep. Should we not say that? Maybe not. Maybe when Abashol said what he said, that day seven can count already. Part of day seven at least is the beginning of the shloishim Lo kamar abashol ella be'avelus. The whole concept of avelus and all the different things that we keep are only B'Avelushiva, shiva, which is derabbanan. Maybe the, the first day, the aninus might arise, but avelus shiva is only derabbanan. We, however, are looking for something that would uh, be where Rav would be able to support what he said by Anazirus and aval Benazir, nazir we're talking in the realm of da'araisa, not derabbanans. Lo and abashol. Uh, can, therefore, not be seen as a good source for Rav, who was saying his din by Nazirus, which is a Daraisa concept. Ella! So we squiggle it around the Ella. We have a Roman numeral two. Let's say that uh, Rav is going like Rebiosi. Rav Dalmark, Rabiosi, de Sanya. Here we have a Brysa. Brisa goes about three lines, and it's uh, authored by, that's right, Rebiosi. Uh We box his name, Rebiosi Rebiosi Eimer. When you have a woman, very basically, when she starts her, on let's say a Torah level, when she starts her um, menstrual bleeding, we'll call it the nida bleeding, um, she has to uh, have her menstrual bleeding goes for seven days. And if uh, by before the seven days are complete, she stops bleeding, she can immediately um, go to the mikvah and that night um, be again uh, with her husband, um, have relations. Um, if a woman is not in that uh, period of time, but rather in the period of time, there's other times in her cycle where she's considered not the blood that would flow, would be need to blood, but rather ziva blood. So um, there's all sorts of halachas if she sees one sighting or two sightings or three sightings. In other words, a, a, a flow of ziva uh, from her private part. So rabiosi yoymer. A shaymeris yoym keneged yoym. That's a woman who literally she's keeping one day connected the, let's say the previous day. So let's say the previous day was one of her Ziva days and she had a flow. Now, what does that require a person to do? A woman who had a flow one day, she has to keep the next day and make sure that there is no flow the whole rest of the day. So the day that she saw a Ziva flow was the 13th of Nissan. On the 14th of Nisan, she is a shemeres yom Shem K'nei G'dayim. The 14th of Nisan also, when a based on Mikdash, is when everyone has their Karban Pesach shechted for them at, let's say, around 2 or 3 in the afternoon. So this woman had, she's a Shemir yom Shem K'nei G'dayim, she's shechtu, they, um, they shechted the Karban Pesach, she was part of a Chabur, they shechted for her, Vizarku aleha b'sheni shalah. on essentially what's the second day, in other words, yesterday she had a ziva float, today she's, um, making sure that there's no ziva flow. And let's say at around 2.30, they it in Zarek, and then at about, I don't know, 4.30 in the afternoon, she had a ziva flow of blood on that day. Okay, um, what's her status? What does she have to do? What does she not have to do? Well, since she had another uh, flow that day, she can't eat kachim. She is uh, tameya. However, petura Milasa is pesach sheni. She's off the hook from having to come back a month later and take a pesach sheni. Now, normally, if somebody is like outright tame during pesach rishon, they have to come back uh, a month later uh, in ER and, and bring a makeup. This woman does not. Okay, that is the end of the Tanaic source. Ask the gemara. My time at rabbiosi? Question mark comma. What's the reasoning of rabiosi Why? What? What? How does that make sense? Well, question mark comma. mishum is it not? because he holds, and this would be, I guess, where Rav would also be going, like in, in Sfaradikasavar, because uh, Rabbi Yosef's opinion, that miksas hayyoyim um, tekuloi, that part of the day is like the whole day. So since she saw on, uh, let's say, what would be her second day, however, uh, she, she's soyser, the Connected K'negedyoyim, but it turns out, that she might have been Tmeya at the time she shechted the Korban Pesach, in which case, why is it still good? It must be that we hold Mixasayim Hayoyim Kekuloi. So when the Korban Pesach was shechted, she was one of, uh, you know, a bunch of people on a particular animal, and, and then the Zrika was done, that was the beginning of the day. And we'll say that the problem for her is only from that point and onward, at around 4 o'clock in the afternoon, when she had the second sighting. Not that it'll be Lema Lemafreya, which is uh, very clearly, um, like Rav had said, that one day can function as, sort of speak, two different functions. The first part of the day for her is good. It counts as uh, being she was tahira for her Corp. Pesach. But the second part of the day is certainly going to make her Tameya. So we'll read that again. My time at Rebiosi, Lav, Mishum, Dekasav, Amiksa Sayam, and uh, let's take out the next uh, four words. So I believe the uh, Gra recommends taking uh, those four words out and then reading, Umikan, Ulehaba, Hu Mitame. And then from the point on, let's say four in the afternoon for her on the 14th of uh, Nisan is when she is Tame. Okay, so that would be uh, Rav and, uh, in princ- excuse me, that would be Rabiosi. And in principle, Rav would hold just like Rabiosi that uh, sometimes one day, uh, something happens in the middle of that day, the earlier part of the day can be viewed as one day in and of itself, and the later part of the day is another day. Asks the Gamora now, really? O me, Savar, Rav, Haki does really Rav hold like that, that uh, in like in the middle of the day, that from that point on, she is uh, Tamea, but like not earlier? Question mark, comma, we have a Brisa, authored by Yes Rabiosi and it seems to indicate otherwise. The Brisa goes for about four and a half lines, and starts here. Um Rybiosi, we box his name again. Rebyosi Oimer. A Zav Bal A um a Zav is a male who has a certain type of uh, emission. The article always says it's kind of like a semen emission, but not really. I don't I don't know if we know what exactly Ziva is, but uh these days, and we lost the Messiah, but if you have a Zav Bal When a man has this flow, let's say he had the flow for uh, one day he saw it, and then the next day he saw it. So he has to now count seven clean days without a Ziva flow to make himself uh, tahor, tahor again. Let's say uh, day seven of his count corresponds with the 14th of Nisan, which is the day that everyone uh, shachs their Pesach. So this fellow um, is the 14th. It's his seventh uh, clean day that he's counting. They shach he was part of a Chaburah Kovim Pesach, they did on what's the seventh day, as well as our case where you have a woman who has ziva flow one day and she's keeping the next day, which is on the fourteenth of Nissan, uh, making sure she has no more flows. They shechtet shachtu aleha, and then in either of these cases, late in the afternoon, either the guy had another ziva flow or the woman uh, Zav flow, and or the woman has ziva flow vachach comma. Let's uh, dot underline the next five words even though uh, this Zav on essentially day seven of his count, or this um, a woman who's keeping one day, um, let's say they sat on things earlier in the day. We would say retroactively those things are, Tame, which is certainly like we're not saying that their tumas that is only from that point that they had the flow, um, and, and that point later in the day, but even retroactively, also they are petur and pesach sheni. They're off the hook from having to do a pesach sheni. Okay, that's the end of the snake source. What really seems to bother us is the Lima freya. We had said Rabbi is of the opinion that it's only from the moment in the day that this uh, today's flow. Came, whether it's the woman, some sort of zava flow, man, his uh, zav- ziva flow. But Lima Freya here, we're saying we well, even retroactively going back to things that they sat on and, and making them tome. So that's the question on Rabiosi. Does Rabiosi really hold that? That um, only Mikan Laba there's Tuma, but not Lemafreya So we answer, um, yeah, maybe he does. And there's a difference between Darais and Durabona my Lemafreya when we had said in this Tanaic source that um, even though Metam Mishka Moishav Lemafreya, what's the Lemafreya? What it means is Mide Rabanan. The Rabanan were Machmir that the person should be so so Lemafreya. Haver Mide Arisa only from the time of the flow and onwards is where there will be Tuma. It actually makes sense to say like that. If you want to say that it even breaks things up and makes a person midarisa? well, let's say you bring a Kodim Pesach, process a Kodim Pesach for somebody who is tombe. Are they off the hook from having to bring one a month later in Pesach Sheni? No, they would have to bring it. And therefore, my even Pesach Sheni, why in the world would it be off the hook? And since they are off the hook, it must be that we make a distinction between Daraisa and Durabanan and I'm afraid here is only Midarabana. Or maybe, the Gemara says back, Laila May e malach, really I could tell you that Tuma, Lemafreya, is Daraisa. However, in the case of a Zava, Tehoim, Deziva, hitiru literally means like the deep, or things that are like really deep, and like uh, uh, like unclear, of a ziva hitiru. Uh, the tesis, which is about 15 lines below the Gemara, Debra khal hat let's uh, see the tesis inside, what does it mean hat Perush. Debesha at the time um, that this quote from Pesachot on the 14th, Yashav al Evan. Achas, a person who was sitting on a particular rock. The low noda klal, and he didn't know at all shikever tahtav that there's actually a dead uh, Jew buried right underneath that. Ad achar and it only became uh, known to him after the Karmel was shechted, and they did the Zirik, it became known to him. Shenitma bekever Hatahaim. Okay, what does that have to do with us? Says the taisis hachas, so to overhear. Adam the person in our example had no idea at the time that the Karim Pesach was being shechted, if afterwards they're going to have another emission, and then they'll have to like ruin all the days that they had, and that Tuma, which was really totally, absolutely impossible to be known at the time of the Shchita, known as Tumas HaTahim, the Rabbis were matured, ha'pesach. As well as for the Nazir. Semicolon. The Afra I underline b'Oishia savar lemafreya is only midirabanan. In other words, even b'Oishia would tell you that the Tana bYosi, when he's telling you lemafreya, that's only midirabanan. De Amar and uh, this point takes uh, about till the second line on Tessai. And I mean, to develop. Where do we see that Rab Isha, the first generation Amira, would also say that the Tanah holds this? Tam Rabbi here's a little discussion between uh, Rabbi Oishya and another famous first generation Amira, Rabiochanan. Yochanan. Tam Oishya, a little bit of a gears change here. He said, a zav He said, if you have a man who's counting his seven days, he had a ziva flow, he probably had uh, two of them, and he sees on day seven, he's supposed to have seven clean days without a flow on day seven, let's say at about two in the afternoon he sees, uh, what does Ravish say? Saiser S. Shalafanov. He uh, ruins all the days that he had counted up until that point, would have to count another uh, another period of time before he could uh, uh, bring his korbanos. Vamar le and I uh, underline Rabbi Yochanan, and Rabbi Yochanan says back to Ravishia, uh, actually, he shouldn't uh, lose any of the days that he counted except that day that he's in the middle of. Now, before we can even continue this discussion, the Gemara jumps in and says, oh, well, one second, that doesn't make any sense. Manav Either way you look at it, it shouldn't be. One day, because if he's ruining the count of clean days that he had of tahor days that he had, because he's tameh, isasar kama kulusasar. If he's being soicer days because he's Tame, he should be soicer all of the days and have to count another seven. On the other hand, iloyasasar. If we're not viewing what happened as ruining the previous days, loynister velayumai. He shouldn't even lose that day. Like either he has to count all over again, or he doesn't. Ella, so I squiggle on in the Ella. Ella, Ema, it must be that Rabbi Yochanan's response was as follows Not what we had two lines ago, but rather Lo Nistor Velo Yuma. Not Lo Nistor el-yuma, but Lo Nistor Velo Yuma. Rabbi Yochanan's response to Ravosia is that no, this guy shouldn't lose any of his days. The Amarle, and says Ravosia back to Rabbi Yochanan, Oh, comma, Rabbiosi. Kai Kavoseh, Rabiosi, the Tana, Rabiosi holds like you. Da Mark, Rabiosi is of the opinion, he holds, Mikanu Lahaba Mitame, that the Tuma is only from that point and onward. And if it's that point and onward, then the previous seven days, even though the seventh day was only part of the day, is good enough. Well, one second. We ask, Rabbi Rabiosi, didn't Rabiosi say, Lemafreya? To Amar, he had said that Lema doesn't count, but in the future it will. My Lema so what must the Lema mean? It must mean me That Lema Freya is the This would be Rav Aisha supporting that Rabyosi when he says that uh, Lema Freya is under Rabbanons. Okay, now the Gemara asks to conclude the parak for mihti. One second now. Savar Mixas. Hayyim Kekuloi. Rabbiosi holds that just part of the day is considered uh, for all uh, halachic purposes, sometimes like a, a full day. Well, then, Zava Gemura, Demaisa Karban, You have a case of a woman, if she sees the uh, flow, the case is for uh, day one, day two, day three, like three different sightings of Ziva flow. Let's say on uh, Monday at around two in the afternoon, on Tuesday, at around, I don't know, whatever time, and then Wednesday, that makes her a Zavagamura, and to complete her process of making herself tahira again, she has to bring a Karban. Well, how would you ever have that, that she would have to bring a Karban, because according to Rabbi Yossi, whenever she saw during the day, well, then the later part of the day, no matter how little of it was left, would count as a different day, and you never have three days in a row. So again, Zavagamura, Demaisi, brings a Karban, Question mark. Connector. Kevan de be Palga de Yuma, since she saw her uh, flow of Ziva during like some point of the day. Idach, the other, which could be the earlier part of the day. What do we, how do we look at that? Palga de Yuma, the other half of the day. Salik la le Shimor. That counted as watching or having a day of like a day towards a Yom Tahara. So, like, you'll never have three days in a row. Answers the Gemara, one of two answers. E by the answer, so, number one. Either you could say, well, most cases that might be a problem but this particular woman, how does she get to be a zava who has to be in Korbanos at the end, The three days? She was having her, her, her Ziva uh, flow experience. Tlasa, Tlasa, Yumi, Behadi, Hadadi, she basically had it continually during those three days, and uh, that's how um, she would be considered a uh, Zavu after being Korbanos at the end. Kama, Vibayseima, a second answer. Um, Dechazia, she doesn't have to see like, you know, 72 hours straight, but Dechazia, Tlasayumi, three days, Samuch L'shkiah Sachama. Not like at two in the afternoon or 10 in the morning, but actually close to... Shkia. Let's say fifty minutes before Shkia the flow happened, and then through uh Shkia, Delo Havya Shahus, Desalik where she didn't have any time that would count towards a clean day, and that's how you would get uh, three days. Allah, Harani Nazir, and Imir Hashem. Next year we will begin the third parak.